Welcome to Watching Westworld, the officially unofficial podcast for Westworld on HBO. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And we just got done watching Season 2, Episode 5, titled Akane no Mai. I think that's how you say it. Uh, I'm no Japanese expert, I will say that. <laughs> I don't know it as well as Lee or Maeve. I only have a middling command of the English language, so... Uh, <laughs> All right. I, 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 yeah. is good, because I, think, I heard that pronounced enough, I think you got that. Cool. Uh, what do you think of this episode? Uh, I'm glad it, I, I always make you answer this. I, first. Yeah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so I can throw uh, you under the bus. <laughs> I mean, there is a lot to like about this episode. Oh, he's gonna be uh, <laughs> diplomatic. With, That's yeah, right. With That's his... right. I'm spe- I'm having a civilized conversation here. <laughs> Let's see if it doesn't end as us beheading ourselves. <laughs> um, I, you know, I don't know why, but I found. I found this visually a lot more interesting and, like, expensive-looking. Like, going in and looking in the samurai world, I don't know if it's just, like, some kind of weird cultural chauvinism that, like, seeing all the cool Japanese temples and dwellings and yeah. the cool armor and the shogun armor and the swords is just intrinsically cooler. Or I've been exposed to them less than, like, Western shit. Mm-hmm. But I find, like, comparing the average scenery in uh, samurai world or shogun world to, like, Sweetwater... And I feel like Samurai World's kicking the shit out of it. Um, I thought that there's a lot of big, big, big names. They had some really talented actors on that side of the park, uh, and I I enjoyed a lot. I enjoyed the like reveal that like uh, this is just like a shadow reflect. Like, well, it's not a shadow. Like that Lee has plagiarized himself because he's so fucking lazy or overworked. Yeah, yeah, that that's pretty good. And when they start playing you know paint it black on in, yeah, the, yeah yeah the flute or whatever yeah. it is the the wind instruments yeah uh, i was like okay i see what's happening here yeah that's that, pretty cool but then i liked how they like you know wove this like newfound mysticism that mave's got with her like inner voice with like this this witch stuff and i thought that was kind of and and the juxtaposition of like mave as a mom and this akame as a mom i thought was really good um however uh dolores and teddy continue to be boring sacks of shit Hmm. Um, I slightly less boring at the end when you know Dolores is making this painful sacrifice that I I don't understand, but it's kind of like I felt like that whole plot line was just clearing the throat the whole episode, uh-huh. <clears throat> and you know got to see some righteous shots of James Marsden's ass. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that's I like really weirding me out. Like I, I get it that like Nolan and Joy have the complete freedom to make up their own rules in this universe. However, um, I I find myself really struggling to buy that like the security force, well armed, you know, twenty first century security force. It's one yeah. thing to lose against Confederate soldiers with like Gatling guns and shit like that, but like, how the fuck do you lose against? bow and arrow and swords yeah like what kind of in inept shit are we talking about here and two the idea that you'd program a robot to where they can get into an air state where they can only respond to like command level imperatives in their quote-unquote native tongue like is japanese the low-level hardware of these robots like that I, you'd have to go out of your way as speaking as a software engineer uh-huh. you have to go out of your way to engineer a system where that would happen just for the sake of the the plot so, like, some of that, it's, it's starting to lose me with some, like, again, if this was just, like, magic, I wouldn't care. But they kind of, I think, have a responsibility to be a little bit more plausible. Like, you know, whatever. Red marble's a brain, fine. But, like, guys with 
automatic weapons can't lose to dudes with swords. <laughs> you wouldn't think so, even in the and, even and in a, darkened woods. And, and a robot giving like you know if you give if you give a robot a command, it can't like not understand you because it's Japanese. Well, like, I like, I'm not sure that that's what was going on there. I've only seen it once, obviously. Sure. Um, I think when Lee says something about you know you spoke the wrong language, he's talking figuratively. He's not really or or. He's okay. Then I, I if or that's maybe true, maybe not like as literally as you're thinking it uh-huh. is with like Japanese versus English. I uh-huh. think he's saying something about she doesn't she she doesn't have the capability to speak to these yeah. things. And then over the course of the episode, oh, episode she develops that. Okay, uh, but I don't know. I've only seen it once. All right, I couldn't so that, be sure. That's my. Long... But I just thought most of this was information that we already have. Okay, and just a long winded way. To say, hey, Maeve really loves her daughter, and I, it was too much. It, it was it was just not engaging enough for me for the thing that it was trying to do, huh? Which is something we already know. But but here's the thing: I don't know. You're you're, you're I think you're speaking for the entire audience when yet there's still people. I'm that speaking f- for me, man. Okay, but like, when all when, I can do is speak. But for what me. I'm saying is like there's a, there's still that's an active debate. It seems within the community whether Maeve actually. You know what I'm saying? Like if if there is. One of the things this show is asking us to believe or think about, and like there are people that debating the fact if, if Maeve actually loves her daughter or if she's a program, like maybe giving a window into that is not a bad thing. For me, it, the window in was when she decides not to get off the or to, not to leave the park right. to get off that train and go search for her daughter. Huh. That was all the window I needed to say, hey, she does love her daughter. Do you think that Akame and some of these people in Samurai World are going to be a larger part of the narrative? Because the other thing, I guess, um, I would I would uh, defend that scene is that we also have to get, have some kind of introductory to, uh, to this character. Mm-hmm. This new character is just dropped into us with zero notes. Like they, they they have to have like draw this line connection between her and Maeve. Um, to get us to care about her, but then again, if we never see these characters again, if there's like background, then that's you know not a great defense against it. Or if we're establishing new characters at the expense of the characters that we already care about, because I care about Maeve and I want to see her yeah. accomplish her goal here, but none of this felt like it was moving toward that. It all felt like a sidetrack from their main quest. Uh, I want to talk about some stuff that is new information. Okay. Uh, which seemed like it was really front-loaded in the episode. That So we started off in the current timeline, where which is two weeks after the debacle in the park. Um, you know, Bernard's been rescued by Catherine and the head of Delos or whatever. And we find... Uh, fi- we find... We find that they are dredging... Uh, the, the 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 valley beyond uh and they're recovering like just heaps and heaps of these hosts and they're pulling their brains out and the technician gives us a shocking discovery that uh a third of the hosts have what he calls virgin minds yeah which leads me to ask the question is this the first time teddy got fucked 
No, no. <laughs> I mean, although I do believe it is. It's got to be. I do yeah. believe in every fucking narrative he picks up. If, if no one else does, he picks up the paint can. They're off into the valley. They talk about the Judas steer. He gets blue balls, and then someday Dolores and the day resets. Like, yep. I kind of think this is Teddy's first rodeo. Absolutely it is. But what does it mean that a third of the mines are not just because, like, they, they carefully draw a distinction between wipes and, like, these things are just in pristine states. Like, I, yeah. uh, I mean, is that lead credence to the whole brain swapping around kind of theory? Does what is and then how does that tie into what Dolores is trying to do with Teddy at the end? I mean, it doesn't seem like she's just going to sacrifice him. No, she's not going to literally burn him. But uh, but they're also bringing that other technician. Like they're not going to do like some kind of meat swap on like you can't do that, right? What do you mean meat swap? Uh, like they they got that uh, technician that they've had. They've drug around. It's the last I think human in the band. They brought him in the same room, like I'm just suggesting that there's no way they're going to try to cut both these skulls open and swap brains. I don't think they're going to swap brains, no. But what I, what I'm, is bringing them in to get, like... I, I can't tell if... I'm wanting to get like, weird with it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like what she's going to do is reprogram him. Like, reprogram Teddy fundamentally. Oh, which, okay. Which, so which she, figure that's, that's why she needs the guy him. there. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Uh, so Teddy, as we know him, will no longer exist, and she'll have, you know, so an that, acolyte. That's another new piece of information, the fact that, like this programming is some somehow like so fundamental to these 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 robots that it can cause them damage to like turn a person but i but how does that jive with what we saw about uh is a rebus because rebus they completely reprogrammed him on the fly and he doesn't seem to be any worse to wear for it so like bernard's better i I, I don't uh, know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a like, good question. He's a better iPad jockey. It just seems like you just yeah. slide shit around, and, and there you go. There, there's a scale from Lee to Bernard, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and we've seen both ends of that. <laughs> True. So I don't True. know what Teddy's going to come out like. So th- that's the other big kind of, um, you know, the fa- and the fact that they're draining it, um, which I presume, because it looks like the water level's a little bit low, I, I presume for those mm-hmm. people to look at the rock formations, that it'll be probably uh-huh. more corroboration that... What you know that that the Williams' greatest mistake is the actual hidden valley or the land beyond or right the Great Valley. Yeah, yeah I hope there's tree stars there, man. Littlefoot's gone a long way and lost <laughs> his mom, and he needs he needs a win. He needs a win, Jim. Uh, the other big thing, I guess, big development here is Maeve can now issue non-vocal commands. Yeah, she's starting to believe in yeah. Morpheus parlance. Pretty much, yeah. I, I definitely got strong. Uh, Matrix vibes. So she's using like that whisper network or that proximity. Like it's got to be right. That she's like she's it, actually yeah. now consciously aware of those subliminal commands that are floating around that she can manipulate them. Yeah, I think she's speaking forward. She's far more powerful than Dolores at this point. Like, oh yeah. Like and, and 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 the other thing that I thought was interesting about the parallels is just like Dolores did the week before. It seemed like Maeve needlessly threw away an army. And I don't know if it's because she knew she had a bunch more right outside, but, like, why, if you can control these guys, why do you have them annihilate each other? Why don't you have them form a fucking honor guard and roll 600 deep to your daughter, you know? Right, yeah. Like, that's, and so, and that's things, like, there's there's levels of stupid that I, I that, that I'm willing to ascribe to Joy and Nolan. Like, they might not see tactically eye to eye with what I think, mm-hmm. you know, two dozen dudes with automatic weapons can do to samurai fine that's a difference of opinion i can learn to respect it but like 
that just seems on the fr- that, that that's got I, I think that that's got to mean something the fact that they yeah. both threw away these armies for uh, almost no reason dolores uh-huh. has got some kind of messianic messianic complex I don't think Maeve does, but maybe that's because she's the actual messiah. Yeah, it, they're very much setting up, in my mind, uh, a dilemma here between Maeve and Dolores. Right. Where, you know, we were kind of all rooting and cheering for Dolores at the mm-hmm. very beginning mm-hmm. of this season, coming out of last season, where she seemed like the hero. Right. I think Maeve is the actual hero. Right. And we're, we're seeing that inevitable conclusion coming about. And Dolores, because she's it, it's it's almost like they they cross paths here, right? Like um, Dolores at the end of this is willing to sacrifice anyone who's too weak for her tastes, right? Whereas Maeve is unwilling to do the same, you know. Right. Like she's gonna take these people with her, yeah. You know, and and she won't even sacrifice like the the memory of this woman's daughter in order mm. to give her freedom, right? Mm-hmm. Like in some scenarios, she sees that it's better to be, yeah essentially a slave here and have the things that you love as opposed to being free and realizing it's all a sham um well it's i guess it's the respect for free will and choice which is kind of a dichotomy they set up in the first episode where Maeve and her kind of squared off and she goes well if you're as big as a freedom as you say you are then i guess we can pass and you know we'll be on our am i being detained (laughs) right um and there's also something about like when she rebuked leave was like you know stop doing this to us like stop diminishing us and calling us just robots because i'm telling you asshole we're more than that um I mean, I, I feel like she's got convictions in a way that Dolores doesn't, or maybe Dolores doesn't, like, she's got her convictions, but she just has a fundamental lack of trust, or, like, Del- you know, Dolores shoots up people and uses things by brute force, whereas Maeve seems like she's there to understand and empathize with and and, mm-hmm. and guide and help, um, and that's got to be important. Yeah. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? I think I've ran through all the stuff that I wanted to get off my chest. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm curious anybody, what they're going to do with this. Anybody recognize? I know, does anybody recognize the music that they played during that final dance when she saw the dude's head completely off? Oh yeah, it sounded like some kind of contemporary pop song. No, or, I know, but I'm like, I, I was just saying to, yeah. I was speaking to chat. If anybody knows that, that will save me a uh, hojillion uh, messages. Yeah, it reminded me of like uh, a Knight's Tale, I think it is. It, with yeah, Heath Ledger, like, where they play "We Will Rock You." During I was the like, yeah, could it like, be Queen or something? But it's yeah. like the 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 instrumentation was so. I mean so different that I was having I was, I was like man yeah. this is right on the tip of my tongue I can't my brain can't shazam it uh, but um, it's also, definitely not contemporary for, for the time period right I also in. wonder and I'm, I'm sure it's terrible but I also idly wondered like how good Tandy Newton's Japanese accent is because yeah. you know that's something we talk about like when Brits do American accent or vice versa uh-huh. like you know how well they did but like man just uh, I, I don't. Admit, although you know, if someone told me like actually she speaks fluent Japanese uh-huh. and like she's like a polyglot, got seven, I would believe it. She seems like the type that could. I could not tell you how good or bad her accent was. Um, but I do. Well, the reason I say because I know that we have several Japanese uh, bald movers. I get Christmas uh-huh. cards from them. So uh, like you know, if you got any insight on that, I'd, I'd appreciate. Just, just it's an idle curiosity. I just that's something I I think people doing accent work in Hollywood is a fascinating thing. Uh, okay, so shall we get to some audience participation here? Yeah, that sounds great. All right, at this point in the episode, we turned it over to the chat and started interacting with them, and they asked us questions, made comments, and uh, we we based the rest of the episode on that. It's called the Instant Talk format, and you have to be a club member to participate and enjoy the, the output of. Uh, so if you'd like to check that out, you can go to club.baldmove.com, sign up now. 
Uh, we're currently having a Westworld sale. If you can use WW2018 as your checkout code, you can save 25% off of an annual membership. Pretty sweet deal. Uh, but yeah, uh, instant talk, club, club.baldmove.com. 